Hi, my name is DJ Trishler, and this is Process Out Loud. It's a chance for me to uh, rethink and process what I've learned over the past week as a graduate student at the University of Cincinnati in the Masters of Design program, and also as a graduate assistant or adjunct professor in the undergrad program's communication design um, section or college. Um, so yeah, a lot to process this week, put a lot of work in over the past seven days, a lot of studying, and um, the things that are like kind of coming to mind at the moment are um, this concept of superhuman-centered design. I'm doing a lecture tonight, actually, on human-centered design processes like design thinking and their origins. We often talk that designers are problem solvers, and, and we kind of demystified that last week, and um, that designers need to really get to the root of the system and maybe just like we need to get to the root of problems so to speak we also get got to get to the root of our solutions so we're going to go to the roots of um, human-centered design or, or design thinking which really uh, began in world war ii or at least that's that's where we start to see it really take shape it probably began with the industrial revolution in a lot of ways um, <clears throat> but it's kind of efficient side, like making things efficient, creating templates that can be rep replicable, scalable kind of models, what happens in factories um, where you make a mold, you reproduce the mold, and that mold is able to make so much more things for you. And so um, that's a lot of ways the origins, I think, of design thinking. And the um, question is, what's, what's wrong with that? And um, although there's been a lot of good that's come from it too, um, admittedly. And so I, I kept thinking though, it, it's like design thinking and, and human-centered design really like superhuman design processes because they oftentimes don't take into account what we bring to the room or how the room is shaped, um, who's in the room. Um, and it's almost like we, because there's an authority of design thinking or the processes, we just accept the solutions as correct when they're finished. Um, or it's very easy to do so because there's so much excitement and joy in the room after going through a process with a group of people. Uh, and you're like, well, why not? This, this has to work, right? Um, but then you are humans yourselves, and then the people that end up experiencing maybe the results of the process are, are humans too, and they're impacted by society, politics, all sorts of things, you know, the steep factors as it is, They're, they have their own backgrounds, their own mental models. And, and I think that when we, when we run the risk of these linear processes becoming um, it, like really for superhumans, um, I equate it sometimes, or I'm starting to equate it to the Joseph Campbell's hero's journey. Um, that also feels like a superhuman hero's journey where one guy, typically a guy, um, goes through life and meets an older person who gives them a tool or gives them an, a sword or whatever, and they go slay the dragon and they become a better person, blah, blah, blah. Um, you know the story, it's everywhere. And it's good, I've used it. I, I've used it with branding exercises and storytelling. Um, and what works is it's efficient, right? Like it, it fits a uh, two hour movie. It fits a book that is readable. It it in a lot of ways, I guess it, in some ways, you guess you could say it's human because it fits our attention span, but life just isn't that clean, right? It's messy. And, um, oftentimes there's a collective of people involved that 
that make things happen. And let's also talk about this idea of like slaying a dragon. Like what if the goal isn't to slay the dragon, right? Like all, all these these things come out of, uh, you know, design thinking and whatnot come out of war times. And so the goal was to confuse and kill the enemy. But what if that wasn't the goal, right? Like marketers are trying to convince and influence their their customers, but, but that's just so, I don't know, like, uh, I, I, I keep thinking of, I was in this workshop on play and, and they said, you know, what if when Jesus returns, he doesn't kill the devil, but he converts the devil and they, you know, become buddies again. Right. And, and so that's a totally different story than like converting, um, customers to your side or, um, you know, killing the enemy. It's, it's different. And so I'm still stewing with all this. Um, and I think it's changing the way I approach my design process. Um, and I'm really glad that I'm taking the time to, you know, get a master's in design, which it, it, it occurred to me that, you know, this is going to be a rigorous process of really unpacking design and understanding what design is over this next two years. And, and that's what I'm doing is in essence with this welcome design course. So, um, taking things like design thinking, human centered design, and actually asking like, what is it? Is it good? Um, is it sustainable? And maybe there's a million other ways to do this. Um, and let's look at some of those and, and unpack them. I don't know. The other things I'm, I'm really excited about right now are, um, I guess, anti-capitalist activities like bartering and exchanging. I read a really great article last night about uh, mutual aid where basically you start a spreadsheet and people put their needs down and others fulfill those needs. And it creates a less dependent society because um, the people who are... Um, who write down their needs can also fulfill other people's needs, you know, depending on what they are. And so it's a mutual society versus, a, I guess, a top-down society. And this is work from a trends class where a lot of the trends that we're seeing in our research are people moving to communes, people trying new governance techniques like sociocracy, um, mutual aid, bartering exchanges. And in a large part, this is, is due to um, the pandemic and you know, losing trust in the government or supply chains and and starting to realize like, oh, we need to be neighbors again. And uh, we don't know how to do that, but thankfully there's tons of tools out there. Maybe when it comes to like whatever is after capitalism, um, maybe it already exists and it exists in the goodness of our hearts and, and it's not survival of the fittest. And, um, you know, that's the mutual aid guy who came up with all that stuff. He he argued that um, Darwin was was wrong in saying that it's survival of fittest. That's how evolution worked, but that it was actually more collaborative. Um, and and that really takes believing that the world is good. And I think as a designer, when we think about making progress, I think inherent in that belief is that the world is not good enough yet. We need to make it better. And, and that's another kind of worldview that is being challenged in me is like, what if the world is good? What if we don't need to design another thing? What if we don't need another design thinking exercise? What if what we really need is to be better neighbors with one another, to increase our trust and to design ways of connection, not necessarily an app, but like even just the way we structure our neighborhoods or the way we structure our meetings, the way we structure our classrooms, Maybe that's where we need to begin. And 
then we would actually know each other as real human beings, not superhuman beings. And then maybe we could actually design things for each other that make sense um, for each other. And um, there's this great exercise I did once where um, you take a photo of somebody before you know them, and then you take a photo of somebody after you spend like 15 minutes talking to them. And the, the photograph is much better the second time around. There's more emotion, there's more, you know, je ne sais quoi involved in this, this photo. Um, and that goes to credit to a photographer in Austin who I'm, I'm blanking on his name at the moment. But I think that that's what we need to do is, is see each other. Um, and we desire that so much to see each other. And um, I desire that. I want to be seen by my neighbors. I want to exchange gifts and tools and vegetables with my neighbors. Um, and maybe as designers, I keep saying and maybe, but what if that's what our goal is? Like as communications designers, it's to make things common, right? And a lot of these techniques that I'm talking about, whether it's bartering or mutual aid, is, is a commoning of society, I've uh, heard. And so um, what if it's our job to help make things common? What if it's our job to help people connect with one another, um, to connect with one another ourselves, to sit in community versus fixing or making community? and and be there be present and see and so that's a lot of what i'm thinking about um, i'm also still teaching type and learning about the histories of typefaces and really seeing the intricacies of the letter forms um, i'm still learning about boondocking and people who travel the world and country by car living in their vehicles and that's really exciting and um, you know i'm actually excited to go boondocking this weekend but yeah that's about all the time I have to talk, I give myself 10 minutes. And uh, yeah, as you can tell, I'm processing quite a bit. And um, I hope that you'll process with me. If you have thoughts, email me or call or text, whatever, if you know me. And uh, if you're a student, let's talk about it too in class. But uh, I think designers need to spend time thinking about what designers do. Um, last thing I'll say is that I remember freshman year, I had a, a teacher who said, there's groups of basketball players who, um, instead of practicing basketball, they, they studied basketball. And then they went and played basketball. And then there's another group that just practiced basketball. And I want to say that he said that the team that actually studied basketball, um, somehow they were better at, at basketball. And, and I think oftentimes we don't take time to reflect on what we do, why we do it, the purposes, and we end up just creating superhuman-centered design. And, um, I think it's, this is a, a call for all of us to, to think, to theorize, to think about our mental models and, and maybe, uh, you know, go knock on your neighbor's door. I hope you have a good week. Great to uh, share with you again. Bye.